Good morning, I hope you're all doing very, very well. So instead of the usual email client extra that normally goes out, you will definitely have seen those. I'm gonna try something a little bit new today. So think of this as almost like mini podcast style. Set me up either while you're walking, you're driving, you're warming up at the gym, and I'm just gonna talk through as if this were a little bit of a, yeah, like a mini podcast. I've got a couple of bullet points here, um, and I'm just gonna essentially go. Um, this is going to be about the makeup of macronutrients in your diet um, and the importance specifically from a health perspective. So irrespective of which plan you're on, maybe you are on a set meal plan at the moment, a calorie plan, maybe you're on a complete macronutrient breakdown, um, whatever that may be, this will be relevant. You won't be on a meal plan forever, so this will definitely um, have a place. Roll with me on this one. I want you to think of your daily calories in terms of being a circle. So the size of that circle will be dependent on you, on your calorie goals, and also maybe dependent on the day, whether that be a training or a non-training day. So take that circle and fill it with your protein for the day. That's the thing we want you to hit. But what makes up the rest of that circle? How else are you filling it? I want to hone in here on nutrient density and to do so I'm going to use a bit of a case study, an example. It's kind of an extreme version but I think it really illustrates the point really, really well. Do you remember the documentary Super Size Me? You may have seen it. It basically discussed the negatives of eating fast food over a longer period of time, 30 days. So in a bid to dispel this theory, there's a postman slash bodybuilder, 29-year-old Ryan Williams, decided, well, I'm going to eat McDonald's for a month um, and prove to you that it isn't the awful, this awful thing that everyone's making out. In actual fact, he ended up dropping from 11% body fat to 7.5% body fat, eating only McDonald's. So should we all start eating fast food? Well, let me point out a few crucial details about the person undertaking the experiment to start with. So this guy was a bodybuilder. So think of his training age. He was fairly experienced in terms of his weight uh, training. Um, he was continuing to train during this time. Uh, he had he was a postman. Think about his step count, what that would have been over the period. He continued to work, he continued to do so. Um, and the other thing about being a bodybuilder is he had the knowledge. He had the knowledge that would equip him um, during this time in order to maintain in that calorie deficit. So let's examine what the dietitian who had a look at him afterwards, um, what she had to say was that there is often a deficit in particular nutrients such as prebiotic fibers, resistant starches, antioxidants, probiotics, omega-3s and more. Um, Having a fish burger once a month or a salad made up of predominantly iceberg lettuce will not achieve the nutrient density that our bodies crave and the requirement for overall health and wellness. I would not recommend people use this as a basis sorry, for a healthy diet, but rather a reminder that physical activity and calorie control are both valuable elements for weight loss. So what point am I actually trying to illustrate here? If you're thinking about fat loss primarily as the ultimate goal, calorie deficit will trump all. Always, 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 always. It's simple maths. It's energy balance. Uh, what goes out must be greater than what's going in. 
But let's go back to your circle that we started with. It's full of your protein sources, but how are you making up the rest of your calories? Let's think about your body. Let's think about how you're feeling, your mood. Crucially, your energy levels. People's energy levels are probably the most important thing in terms of how they can adhere to a diet. If your energy is high, you're feeling good, you're more likely to adhere, you're more likely to stick to it. So your energy, your gut health, your general health, this is all determined by the rest of the foods that you're eating. There's also a thing that's um, a new study so that links gut health, um, strongly suggesting that positive gut microbiome is linked to anxiety and trauma-related disorders. So what you're eating actually impacts how stressed you're feeling. You may have heard of the 30 plant challenge. This is a thing that's kind of kicking around at the moment. I wanted to expand on it ever so slightly. So there is a suggestion across the board from nutritionists and dietitians that we should be aiming to hit 30 plants a week. Now you're probably going, oh my God, this is the five fruit and veg on steroids. What they actually mean by that, plants can be anything. They can be your fruits, your veggies, your typical, what you may expect, your leafy greens, but what they're also honing into that um, to that 30 plant are your nuts, are your legumes, so your lentils, your spelts, your all of these things are all under that umbrella of plants. And if you think about, actually take a second and think about what you ate yesterday, you probably hit a fair number of those plants in one go. Um, the suggestion is that we should be introducing more more of these um, into our diet and just something to consider. Also from a satiation point of view, if you're filling your circle with a lot of these plants, these whole foods, things that are dense in nutrition, you are going to feel more satiated than you would be, say, you're filling it with simple sugars. Um, I suppose what I'm trying to do is, you will be aware of this, this whole notion, because as far as I can tell, None of you are choosing to fill your circle. Maybe you're hitting your protein, but you're not choosing to make up those extra calories uh, with McDonald's. But it may be worth paying attention to the sources in which you're making the rest of your circle up from. Think of your whole foods. Can you be opting for those grains, those nutrient-dense foods over the simple sugars? Um, as I say, calorie um, expenditure, calorie deficit does trump all, but please take the rest of this week to consider where the rest of those nutrients are coming from. So again, this was just something for me to try um, in terms of maybe it'll be beneficial for you to like listen to me chatter away um, rather than read. So let me know what you think regarding this, whether it's helpful, whether you'd like a balance of both. Um, but yeah, and if you have any feedback whatsoever, any thoughts related to your own plan, please feel free. I'd love to chat about them.